0: Welcome everyone to the podcast. We're so glad you're joining us today. I'm Dixie. I'm the Women's Ministry Director and has it been wonderful as we prepare our hearts to celebrate the birth of Jesus that we are spending time in this podcast unwrapping the names of Jesus. Today, we'll be looking at the name Christ or Messiah and I'll be reading some to you uh, in Matthew and in Luke. But to begin with, we're going to start in Matthew chapter 2. I'll be reading reading verses 1 through 4, and my version is the ESV version. Now, after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of Herod the king, behold, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he who has been born king of the Jews? For we saw his star when it rose, and we've come to worship him. When Herod the king heard this, he was troubled, and all of Jerusalem with him. "...and assembling all the chief priests and the scribes of the people, he inquired of them where the Christ was to be born." Well, just to give you a little background there, the word Christ, as we call him a lot, Jesus Christ, that is the Greek translation. Christ is the Greek translation for the Hebrew word Messiah, which means anointed one or Savior. And, you know, when you look up that definition and that meaning, Jesus the Messiah is the one, the anointed one who is set aside for a particular service. And, you know, Jerusalem was looking for and expecting and waiting for this great, a great uh, strong military leader one to rescue them from the roman rule or oppression and during this time it was king herod was the king of the jews of the time and he was also called uh herod the great and herod was he was very clever he was a very efficient ruler but he was also very cr- a cruel tyrant that ruthlessly crushed and oppressed uh, the jewish people so um being such as that when he heard that the wise men inquiring of someone that had been born king of the Jews, he was troubled, or he was disturbed, or as some uh, translations say, he was terrified. So you have to ask yourself, why is that? Well, it's, Pretty straightforward. He was terrified of the threat to his throne, of his rule over the people. But it also says that Jerusalem with him was troubled. So, why would Jerusalem be troubled? Well, this was primarily some of the religious um, and political leadership of that time that were very corrupt. So, if some new ruler came, it could threaten their livelihood and their benefits. So, what we have here is two situations where you have the Jewish people who are looking for this Savior. They're looking for this strong military leader that is going to rescue them from this oppression under King Herod. And then you had King Herod and some of the religious and political leaders of the time that are looking to benefit themselves always. So they're not even thinking about some other Messiah. But it says that he gathered up the chief priests and the scribes and the people and inquired of them, where the christ was to be born so you know you have to ask yourself so why would he ask these people well you know the um The chief priests were kind of the overseers of the temple, so they knew what would be talking, and the scribes are writing down everything. So they were very versed in what uh, the prophets told and what they prophesied about this Messiah or this Savior that was going to come. And, you know, John the Baptist was even uh, preparing the people as well for that. So simply, King Herod was disturbed and troubled and terrified because he was afraid of losing his religion in his throne, in his livelihood, in his control over the people. Now, let's go real quick to uh, Luke chapter 9, and let's see another time in the New Testament when Jesus is referred to as the Christ. And this is in chapter 9, verse 18. Again, I'm in the ESV version of the Bible. Now, it happened that as he was praying, that being Jesus, the disciples were with him. And he asked them, who do the crowd say that I am? And they answered him, John the Baptist, but others say Elijah and others that one of the prophets of old has risen. Then he said to them, but who do you say that I am? And Peter answered the Christ of God. So here again, I think that is very interesting that this is. A little more than 30 years after the scripture that we read in the story of Matthew, went right after Jesus was born, and here Jesus is with his disciples, and he asked them, who do the crowds say that I am? So you would think that uh, they would recognize at this point, everyone would recognize at this point, that he is Christ or the Messiah, the one coming to save them. Um, But it says on there that um, uh, this was 30 years after, so he was very long awaited, and they were kind of disappointed. But he still, Jesus still had to ask the disciples, who do the crowd say that I am? The crowd still didn't get it. They still did not get, crowds being the Jewish people of the time, they didn't get that this was Jesus the Messiah, as they said. Some said Elijah, some say John the Baptist, and even some say that it's a prophet of old that has risen from the dead. But then he looked at them and said, who do you say that I am? And that word you in the original language is plural. So he was asking that of all the disciples, and all of his followers. And Peter answered the Christ of God. So, you know, um, that really makes me stop and think um, about something that we're challenged with in our little Advent devotional. And I'm going to read this question to you and pose this as a challenge for you to be thinking about today. And here's the question. Have you tried to fit Jesus into your idea of who he should be or how he should act? So that's something for us to think about just a little bit. You know, the Jewish people, as we've said, they were looking for something that fit, fit their idea of what a Savior would look like. Someone that would save them, not save them for eternity, not to reconcile them to God, but to save them from what was happening to them in the moment. And that was the Roman oppression. So I challenge you to think today, how do you see Jesus? Is he someone that is like you're a genie in a bottle? When you are oppressed, you call out to him, you believe in him, you talk to him, you study his word to help you through a situation, or is he your Lord and Savior? You know, this is, um, oftentimes we too can be like those Jewish people and how we look at Jesus, but here's the thing, Jesus is the Messiah, the Christ. He is the Savior of the world. He is our hope. He is our light in this dark, dark world, and He is our Savior. So I would challenge you um, that if you do not know Jesus as your Lord and Savior, that you contact us and let us talk to you about that. Uh, we have a home phone number that you can call at any time. It's 615-25 Steps. And someone can answer that phone and talk to you about that and help you make those next steps to become a believer and a follower of Jesus. And if you are a follower of Jesus, then praise the Lord, but I still challenge you to look at Jesus as our Savior, as the one who reconciled us to God. Listen, as we continue studying these names of Jesus, I pray the Lord's blessing on you, and please, please join us again in the morning as we unwrap yet another name of Jesus. Y'all have a blessed day again. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll see you Monday.